Welcome to Motivation. A show for females that need more awesomeness and want more happiness in this world. Motivation, inspiration, tips, good stories, laughter, and balance. My awesome co-super women in this swirling sisterhood of power. Let's fire up that motivation and let's dive in. With, of course, your happy host, me, Monica. Welcome, my dear listeners and motivators. I'm your host, Monica Alfing, speaker and coach for women. And if you want to know more about that, then as always, head down to my Instagram at Monica underscore coach for women, and we can talk there more. But for now, let's talk about your health, women's health, and how it impacts everything we do, our lives, our behaviors, emotions, and pretty much the biggest one, our hormones. And I am so excited to do this show as I started following the guest of today's show a couple of months ago. And you don't know this, but I did. <laughs> and it amazes me how amazingly, amazingly good she is at her work, on her socials, how she shares and inspires and is such a big motivation source for so many women. She shares everything from nutrition fitness, women's health. And on top of that, she founded her own company as a teacher and helps other coaches, PTs, and health cheerleaders. I am talking about Kayla Lee. And this stunning girl from Perth has dedicated her time today to be in this episode of Motivation. And so let me tell you a couple of things about this motivational girl. Kayla is a women's health physiotherapist with a background in exercise and sports science. She has worked in the health and fitness industry for over 10 years, having been, in, been into sport her entire life. She completed both her degrees in 2015 and has worked both clinically and performance space until 2020. When she founded her women's health education company. She provides online and in-person courses and she is doing physiology and training for coaches all over the world. Kayla's mission is to help coaches become better educated and more confident in getting results from their female clients in a healthy and sustainable way. Thank you, Kayla, for being on this episode. And as you're here, I am super pumped to be here with you. And I can't wait to ask you all of these questions. Wow, what an introduction. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> well, you definitely deserve it. Again, I am super excited to be here. But also, I love that you made time for this because I know how busy you are. And this is this all that I just mentioned. This is everything that you do and that's and then probably even more because then you live your own life, do your own fitness and then you have a, in a relationship. So you have a lot on your hands, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I we spoke about this before, but doing podcasts is one of my favorite things to do. Like 
getting on calls, speaking to people, you know, doing my classes, teaching. It's it's literally like my favorite thing to do in, you know, everything that I do do for my mm. job. Um, so, I mean, thank you for having me, first of all, like it's, it's way better than I know a lot of people struggle with like the talking to camera and the videos and the Instagram stories. And we, we spoke about that, um, off air, but yeah, I absolutely love doing podcasts. So thank you for creating the space and for having me on. Thank you so much. And I know I already see it on your face that while you were talking about your clients, it just lifts you up, right? It just gives you the energy and you see that back into them and you think, wow. This is, you know, something that I did and that we did together. So well done on you. So as always, going further into this, I always have a couple of warm-up questions for my guests. So I want to ask you, what is something that motivates you and always will? So thinking about this question, I was kind of like, what does, like, it actually made me think, like, why do I do what I do? And I think it comes from within for me. Like I feel like I've always kind of been quite internally motivated. Growing up, I, you know, played a lot of sports and played a lot of team sports and, you know, it was just something that I really loved. So I think, yeah, what motivates me is just is the passion to be able to get up every day and to be able to move my body and to be able to share, you know, what I learn with other people. And I think, you know, doing that and, and trying to, you know, help, help a lot of people is just, yeah, really what motivates me the most. And, and um, yeah, just getting feedback, you know, the feedback from, from people is something that keeps me going and keeps me doing what I do as well. I think that's really big for you to say because I think for anybody to hear also um, that your motivation comes from yourself and from within and I think all of our motivation needs to come from within but not everybody has that naturally and that's something that we can teach and that you can you know learn. So I think that's huge that you just said that. And I acknowledge that by myself, for myself too, personally. And I love that you gave that answer. So on to the next, if you could change something in the world, what would you change? Ooh, this is a big one. Um, If I could change something, I think it would be just for for people to be more open and loving and compassionate towards one another and to just express themselves the way that they are rather than having this you know one of the biggest things I find with clients that um, you know go through my mentorship or go through my courses you know they're coaches and they have this kind of imposter syndrome and I think that's you know, purely because they're focusing on what other people are doing or they're not feeling good enough. So if there was one thing I could change and one thing that I could teach, it would probably be um, just to do you and be you. And, you know, the people that you need will, will sort of come to you and gravitate towards you with the energy that you put out as well. So I think, yeah, having people just realize their worth, realize their own confidence in their own place in the world um, could really change the world and it would you know prevent a lot of people from trying to tear other people down or or attacking other people and things like that so yeah I think that that's 
that's one thing that I would love um, to see more of. You know, it's it's so funny because you said that and I was, you know, listening and to your words and I thought, yeah, this could be definitely something that could change the world. Thank you so much for that answer. And I hope people already get inspired by that because you are here for yourself, your own life, your own person, respect each other, love each other and just put that out there. Mm. I think by start, yeah, by starting with yourself, like, and and the way that you interact with the world like that has a carryover effect right like you know if you're kind to someone then maybe they'll be kind to the next person that it sort of like plays it forward so yeah yeah Yeah, exactly yeah you put it beautifully Um, well Kayla you are a coach and so that means one of your skills is to again motivate people. What would you say to the listeners that don't work with a coach or how to always stay motivated and maybe even how to motivate themselves as we just said and to achieve everything that they want to achieve? I think one of the most important things for motivation would be Uh, to find something that you love doing, something that you enjoy doing um, because we're all motivated by different things and motivation doesn't always hang around as well. Like we go through ebbs and flows like anything in life, like we go through ebbs and flows of motivation and it comes and it goes and, um, you know, what sort of lasts is consistency. And so, you know, when motivation is lacking, when motivation is low, like, you know, creating that good habit to have that in those times where you don't necessarily feel motivated, but, you know, you know, it's going to do you good and you know, it's going to make you feel better. I know for me, like a huge motivator is that if I don't get in my session or if I don't train a day or if I don't move much I know it makes me feel not great and so that feeling is also a driver for me you know in times of when I'm not necessarily feeling like you know energetic and motivated and ready to go it's like well I know I'll feel better if I go do it or I know I'll I'll probably feel worse if I don't go do it so yeah, so that's that's one thing. And then also, like I said before, just finding something that you love doing and that you can stick with, um, that you can remain consistent with and adhere to. So I think that's really important as well. I think that's a really big one. And it always comes back. And the people that need to have this more, it's exactly that's that's exactly the answer. It's consistency. It's but also we attend to not, you know, um, make time for ourselves for or even do the things that we so love. But this, exactly what you said, these are the things that will keep us motivated, that will keep us happy. It's like all these little things, like you said, exercise in the morning, a good morning routine. If that's like five minutes of yoga or stretching, It just needs to wake up the body, give yourself some time, do that every day and you will feel happier. You, your, you know, your spirit inside will get motivated more to do it again the next day. As you said, motivation can't be 24-7, but you could give it definitely a push. You know, every day Mm. you have the, the, the space and the time, you can make the time to just get that little motivation on, that little consistency and that will 
these all these little steps will just grow in something so major. So yeah. So thank yeah. you for that answer. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, yeah. And I think the same goes for nutrition as well. Like I think, you know, people think to get results they need to eat like super, super boring, or they need to eat like chicken and rice and broccoli or whatever <laughs> it is. But I like I love like my meals are quite healthy, but I love every single meal that I eat and there's a variety in them. And I look forward to the next one. And, um, you know, I do allow myself treats, you know, if I want to have some ice cream or some chocolate, like I'll allow myself those things. I have those to look forward to. And that motivates me to, you know, stick to my, to my healthy meals throughout the day, which isn't necessarily hard because I like eating the things that I eat. So yeah. Yes. And this is this is also everything to do with our brain. This is again with if you just even if you're not that person that normally does that, if you do that for a week, eating healthy and being consistent, only if that's five minutes a day, after the seven days, you will already feel better. Because your brain, your organs, you just fill up your your body, right? You fill up your body with health with wealth, with happiness, and it's just you will create balance into your life. And so, yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that, and I know you are. And so, Kayla, the next question is about that subject. You are so very passionate about women's health. How come is that? Why is that? Um, I don't know how I kind of got so much into women's health. I think it stems from being a physiotherapist and um, as well as a coach, as I was working as a personal trainer and, and as a coach, as I was going through my physiotherapy degree. And when I, I left um, university, I felt like there was a bit of a gap in terms of training women. Like I was mainly training women and I found that, you know, every three weeks or so, you know, there would be this week that it felt like progress was going backwards. And I was kind of like, why is this happening? Why is this phenomenon happening where, you know, we're making progress, you know, for say three weeks of the month. And then there's this week where like, it kind of felt like we were backtracking a little bit. So I started delving deeper into it. And also there was a women's health uh, course that was offered through um, the physiotherapy association that I'm a part of. And so I decided to do that as well. Um, And so, you know, that helped me a lot in terms of talking about women training during pregnancy and then postpartum and the pelvic floor and things like that. But then I also wanted to delve deeper into this, you know, this phenomenon of why our training seemed to be different for this one week. And that led me to reading books and articles and studies and things like that to do with the menstrual cycle. And so I just found it fascinating that there wasn't that much information going through university going through coaching courses and things like that you know the differences between men men and women um and yeah I guess that's kind of where the passion kind of stemmed from I've always had like a thirst for knowledge and so I just wanted to just learn more and sort of know more the reasons why this was occurring and yeah I guess that's kind of what sparked the passion and and um you know, gave me the motivation, I guess, to start educating on these things because I felt like, you know, 
we weren't being told the whole story. You know, as women, we should know, be knowing what, what's happening with our bodies. But I felt like I had no idea. And, yeah. and you know, as I spoke to women, you know, they didn't have as much knowledge either. So I think I think you I'm definitely onto something. And that's why I, I will be that person that all, will always say, if you need to know more about this space and go to her Instagram and, and, and go more and explore more. As you said, we don't know much about our bodies. The Western medical society world doesn't still know a lot about our female hormones and how they work. And and I think what you just said, even with our cycles, we first always use it as like an excuse, right? But it can't be that we use it as an excuse. It's part of us. So why make an excuse for what's part of us? It doesn't make sense in that way. So I think we need to embrace it more where we are, what to do with it and how it actually, how we need to go around it and how we need to go about it. So I love that. And I encourage everybody that's listening to this to go to Kayla's Instagram, to her socials, to her website, if you want to know more about this. And she will share so much knowledge about this. Now, with this, with the issues, with the problems, what are most of the, or maybe the biggest problems or issues that you see that women have? I think these days there is a lot of menstrual cycle dysfunction in a lot of, you know, younger women as well. And I think that kind of stems from the pressures that young women sort of see in society as well like we have social media these days there are you know there's access to a greater number of people and a greater number of you know attractive people and people who are really lean and you know it kind of creates this this vision of of this is what a woman should look like whereas women come in many different sizes and shapes and you know not every woman is meant to be super lean like some are lean naturally but some aren't some may be more muscular some may hold more body fat but it's okay as long as you're healthy you don't have to look a certain way I think and you know everybody is going to function off you know different um, or function optimally off different percentages of body fat and uh, you know there are going to be certain ways of eating that are going to be more beneficial for certain people you know like someone may do well off a certain diet whereas it might not be appropriate for someone else and yeah I think one of the biggest problems is this idea that we need to run ourselves into the ground in our training and to restrict our calories super, super low to achieve this, this aesthetic that, you know, may be considered or look healthy, but doesn't necessarily mean it is healthy. And so, yeah, one of the biggest issues that comes with that is, is menstrual cycle dysfunction and, and not purely just because of training and, and nutrition, but also because of stress. And, you know, there is a lot of stress in society these days already. Adding on top of that, training stress, dieting stress, it's just, yeah, it's kind of a recipe for disaster there. So, yeah, I think that's one of the biggest or one of the most common issues that we see, things like, you know, hypothalamic amenorrhea, PCOS, um, gut issues, endometriosis. Um, So, yeah, that's what, that's, I guess, the most common thing. Yeah. Do you think 
one of these, because even, and I'm from the Netherlands originally, I never heard about endometriosis before I came here. Then mm-hmm. suddenly this whole thing around me, so many women around it, around me had it. And then that went, like, I was really interested about that because different countries, different issues, right? Mm-hmm. Um, here also, and I don't know where this is coming from. There's a lot of menstrual pain uh, back home mm-hmm. in the Netherlands, what they do. Everybody is on the pill. Everybody has like some sort of birth control. They rather don't mm-hmm. have their period. It's all like what's out there in the media. What do women get here in Australia? What do women get in Europe? What kinds of foods that we're eating? What kind of things that we're doing to ourselves? Stuff like that. So I thought it was really interesting that like coming into this country, new problems, new issues I saw with women. Do you have that too? Because I know you work a lot with different women all around the world. Do you see that? Uh, I think, yes. Like, no matter sort of where people are, um, I think, you know, maybe there are certain countries that might be ahead in terms of certain things as well. I think, you know, in Australia, we are quite health conscious. Um, By the way, like I have a background, my mum's actually Dutch as well. So that's, that's super funny that you said you're from the Netherlands as well. But yeah, I think, yeah, in Australia, like we do see, like we are super health conscious. And so, you know, we may be, I think it sort of depends on the spectrum of where we kind of are and where we are in our research and where we are in, you know, our education and things like that as well. I know the Netherlands and Europe is quite like on the cutting edge of things as well, but, you know, we may not see so many potentially menstrual cycle dysfunctions, you know, in the Netherlands, let's say, because people are on the pill, but the pill actually does create a menstrual cycle dysfunction because it's not a natural menstrual cycle. It may help with some of the symptoms of menstrual cycle dysfunction. It may act as a Band-Aid, um, but it, it's actually not fixing any of the problems oh, either. So, Hey, if, if everybody could go off that, I would be so happy. That would be maybe something in my question, in the question like what we did before, what would you change in the world? I think it's mostly, <laughs> you know, what you said before too is women respect their own body, but also knowing their issues, how to address them, how to work with them, and, and mm-hmm. actually Yes, maybe if that means that you sometimes need a coach, you need an, 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 an help profession to help you with this because any pain in your period is not okay. Any, any sort of like dysfunction there is not normal, but we all think it is normal. We all deal with it because it's just a thing in our lives, right? So, yeah, I love that you said that about... And I think also the examples for a lot of women to see that this is an issue and that you can resolve this. Even just less stress, as you said, um, even giving yourself that, you know, some self-love or some just some time for yourself every day, every week, that will just reduce your stress so much and can also help you. It can just help you straight away. So moving on to something that we already had a conversation about, I had major pelvic floor problems and still have. And by the way, I only know this, that this is a real thing because I went through it. 
before I never, you know, before a kid, I was all fine. And then I get major problems in that. And there's so many women like me around this. As um, a health professional, what would you say will be the first thing that 90% of us can do in that region? So, yeah, this is another thing that when I went through my studies, I was like, had no idea what kind of happens during childbirth and what can happen to a woman's body and the changes that it goes through and things like that. Not sort of knowing exactly what's specifically going on with you. Like we do have, um, you know, obviously there's two different ways that we can give birth as the cesarean sections or the vaginal births, which, you know, neither is better than the other they're both they're both natural births because you know we need to be careful of the language around surrounding the different types of birth one of the biggest things that I think contributes to a lot of pelvic problems is one could be pelvic floor weakness but not necessarily weakness in um, a sense that there are a lot of women who do have stronger pelvic floors these days. And, you know, especially with, you know, being more active and lifting and, um, again, stress is a huge one. You know, women who have, and there is a lot of education around doing your pelvic floor exercises, you know, during pregnancy, um, you know, postpartum and things like that. But I think one of the biggest things people forget about in terms of training the pelvic floor is actually the relaxation part of the contraction. So with any, you know, with training any skeletal muscle, you want to train the muscle through its full range of motion. But what can kind of happen with women when they are doing their pelvic floor exercises, you know, they're told to do this, you know, for child, for pregnancy, for childbirth, they forget about the relaxation and they forget about like letting it go. Whereas what happens during childbirth, you need to be able to relax that pelvic floor to allow the baby to come out. Otherwise, things like, you know, if you have a really tight pelvic floor, things like a lot of tearing and trauma can happen um, down there. And, and sometimes, you know, that being the case, that might be an indication for a cesarean section of birth or, or an emergency caesar. So, yeah, I think in terms of, yeah, training the pelvic floor, the biggest thing is going to be, you know, doing your pelvic floor exercises, but also remembering to do the relaxation part of, of that pelvic floor contraction, um, because that's what's going to be needed uh, during childbirth. You know, you, you need to be able to relax and let go and allow that baby um, to sort of move down and, um, you know, for an easier birth and, and to avoid, you know, tearing and trauma and things like that. When you become a mama, when you become pregnant, yes, you will do your research, but nobody will tell you about these things, about how mm. to do the full range, how to do the relaxation. You know, yes, they will tell you about the pelvic floor exercises. It's lift up, squeeze, mm. lift up, squeeze, but not the relaxation. And I saw this video of you on your Instagram that what you did with, I can't explain it here because we, you know, mm. people are listening <laughs> But it, it was something that you talked about, that whole full range of that, um, I think, the hip and the, the pelvic floor, uh, the muscles around there. So, um, again, head down to the Instagram and I will tag the video in here too. Moving forward to what many women 
see as normal issues or problems that we are maybe experiencing weekly, monthly, daily. And um, for you, what would you say to them to give them like, maybe not even answers, but if people are experiencing, if women are experiencing daily problem, weekly problem, what would you advise them? Uh, are you talking about in terms of, say, um, like menstrual or something? Yeah, oh, menstrual, um, healthy. Yeah, the, like women's health. And that could be in any any hormones. I think, you know, working with a coach is really important. So if, you know, you yourself are unsure about, you know, whether you're doing something correctly, um, if you do notice changes in your body or if you notice that something isn't necessarily quite right, then looking to find someone who can help you is going to be really important. Whether, you know, if there is... um, say menstrual cycle dysfunction, you know, looking at say a naturopath or a um a women's health specialist and a women's integrative health practitioner, someone like that to help you um on your path and on your journey to, you know, experiencing easier pain-free periods, you know, working with a coach if you need help in terms of your training and nutrition and and stress levels, working with a psychologist if, you know, the stress is a major issue, if there's some kind of uh, trauma or, you know, something going on in your life or something that's previous gone gone on in your life that um, is affecting you. Um, is one of the biggest things and you know again like if if it's been if you're having pelvic floor issues maybe a women's health physio or you know a gynecologist someone you know in that realm just just reaching out and and looking for people to help you investing in your health I think is one of the biggest things and tuning in with your body you know as women we are quite intuitive but tuning into your body and, you know, even tracking your menstrual cycle. I I have an aura ring that tracks my body temperature. And so I know when I'm ovulating, I see a, a rise in, in basal body temperature. And, you know, you can check your cervical mucus and things like that. And, and keeping a track of that, knowing where in your cycle you are, because, you know, sometimes you can menstruate, you can bleed without necessarily having ovulated. And so we often think that the bleed is the main event of a, of a menstrual cycle, whereas ovulation is that release of the egg is what actually tells us we're fertile and that we're actually healthy. We're healthy enough to release that egg. We're healthy enough to reproduce. So yeah, I would say start with tracking your menstrual cycle, whether you're using you know something like an aura ring or you just use you know, even just a, a thermometer under your tongue first thing in the morning and just writing down or or tracking it in an app in your phone, I think is really important. And then, you know, seeking the help of a health professional who, you know, has a bit more experience in whichever particular realm that you need help in is is really important. Like investing in your health because your health is the only thing you have. If you don't have your health, then you don't have anything else. I <laughs> like I'm this is so interesting so oh like mind-blowing how how you say the same things as I always do and how you explain it to people in this way how easy the tracking can be and how easily it is done and it, it doesn't matter how if you're spiritual or not or but you can use any 
method. Just use something that is nice for you. I used the last couple of months, I used the moon, um, silly way, but I'm always, I know I'm on track when I'm, I always get my period as on the full moon. It's beautiful. So it's now. so funny you say that because my friend's the exact same and that's actually like amazing yeah. as well because that, that's actually, you know, before I knew as much as I know about the menstrual cycle right now, I was like, is it the moon? Why my clients were not making progress in this week? Because it seemed like it was the same week. And I was like, is it the moon? Like what's going on? And then I just realized like, you know, in the menstrual cycle, of course, but I definitely think the moon's legit. Like I'm spiritual too, so I, yeah, I can. <laughs> I think I think it is. And if we look at, you know, we look in diets, we even look at people, what they did when we started this whole human thing, right? <laughs> when we started to being humans, we look at their diet, we actually copying their diet. So why not copying what else they did is like looking to the moon, looking to the stars, let us get guided by that. And I think that's also with your menstrual cycle. It would be great if you could do it on the moon because then, because what if you around the full moon, you're already pretty emotional and then having your menstrual cycle on a different week, like maybe on the new moon, that's another emotional week for you. So you can even have two weeks off the month that you're more frustrated, more um, emotional. So it's a whole big thing. It's I think it's just super interesting. And I can talk to you about this for so long, but let's let's move on for now because we're talking about a series also here that maybe Carla and Kayla and I are going to do. So stay tuned about that. But for now, I know you... Um, offer a lot of things, a lot of programs on your website. You do a lot, but can you share a couple of um, programs? Yeah, so I guess our main program that we offer is is the AWPT eight-week course. So AWPT stands for Applied Women's Physiology and Training. And so in that eight-week course, it is like a big overview of everything to do with women's health and training. So we go through weeks one and two, we talk a lot about anatomy, like the differences in anatomy and and structure that may affect our exercise execution in the gym. We talk a lot about our um, physiological differences that may affect our programming. We talk about the menstrual cycle and menstrual cycle dysfunction. We talk about um, pregnancy and and the pelvic floor um, and also training at different times throughout the lifespan. So, you know, if you're training, whether you're training, you know, young athlete or whether you're training, you know, the older age. So we touch on all those sorts of things as well as a little bit of nutrition in there, stress. But our newest course that we've just launched uh, a couple of weeks ago, it starts next week. I'm I'm not sure when this podcast is going out, but um, on the 1st of November, we'll have our first ever menstrual cycle course, uh, which is a deeper dive into everything to do with the menstrual cycle. And that's a six-week course that we are offering. It, It dives deeper into things like looking at blood work and how coaches can help their clients um, look at blood work and um, speak to their doctor about, you know, hormonal contraception and, you know, certain menstrual cycle dysfunctions and how we can adjust our training and our nutrition and as coaches, how we can educate our clients around those sorts of things. So, yeah, there are two main offerings and, yeah, looking to expand on those into 2022 as well. 
you are amazing. This is like, <laughs> oh, I can't say it enough to the listeners here, but please check out Kayla. Um, and you can find her on her socials on Facebook, on Instagram. I think you're on Twitter too under Kayla Lee Physio. But for now, for the last question, Kayla, and we went way over time and I don't care even because this has been such a good show. For now, what can you share now with the world that will be helpful for anyone to hear? Ooh. I know. This is big. There's no pressure here. <laughs> Put on the spot. Um literally just be a nice person like just be kind to others you don't know what anyone else is really going through in their life so you know just be kind to people um everyone is just trying their best and yeah I guess just spread the love really I love that. Thank you so much for that answer. And yes, and definitely in these crazy times, and I'm in Victoria and I know you're in Perth and my God, Victoria is getting mental. I have no idea what to do at this stage. I'm like, you know, and as I think we do need this more, more than, not more than ever, because we had way worse days in, in the history, but we always need to do this. And especially as, as women, but also men, be there for each other. You know, we are a, a beautiful, a beautiful human race. And if we all lift each other up a little bit more, that is again, what you say, it can just change the world. Um, just share your kindness, share your love, even to be kind to one another, just give them a little note of appreciation, you know, to your friends, a thank you, a hi, how are you? stuff like that just little stuff Mm. and that's the same again if you want to really really have an impact on your own world start small small steps and I know you are super big on that too because you're a coach and you know how progress works and it only works with just just starting and starting with the first step so Thank you so much, Kayla, for all your amazing knowledge that you shared about the women's body, about the health, and and of course, for your time and energy as a busy lady. And if you're a listener and you want to know more about this beautiful girl, then check her out on her Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, under Kayla Lee Physio. Or if you want to work with her, then go to our website at kaylaleephysio.com. And as always, all the information I will share also in the show notes and the description. And of course, as I said before, and I check her out because you really, really, mm. really, really get motivated. And as always, I want to end this podcast, this episode with an inspiring quote from Artist Soul that I think uh, definitely fits this podcast. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence is not an act, but a habit. Love that one. <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Kayla. And Don't forget for all the women that are listening, if you are struggling with your health, physique, or if you want to change your habits, then reach out to Kayla or to me or any other cheerleader that is out there as we are here to help you. Thanks again, Kayla, for being here. Thank you. All right, all right, all right. Awesome motivators. That was already the ending of this episode. But before we go, I would love to ask you if you like this episode and if so, the podcast, then share this with your friends or on your Insta stories and tag me in it 
at Monica underscore coach for women as this will totally help the podcast grow and with that we working on motivating women all around the world together and I would of course love to hear your thoughts and see where the motivation is going to and if you're ever thinking of achieving your biggest goal and working with me as your coach or cheerleader in your life, health or business, then please reach out on my Insta, Facebook or go to my website, heramazonianhealth.com where all the information and packages are and you know, you can get a taste of the rest of my life and business a bit. All right, guys, hope to see your amazing soul soon again on Motivation.